All right, welcome to the ANSSMC Power Hour. It's uh, Thursday, February 25th, 2021. Uh, glad to see everybody could make it for the show. Uh, looks like it might be a short show tonight. I was looking at some news. I look at a lot of that alternative news. Uh, I was watching a little salty cracker tonight, and uh, I, he was talking about Chicago, you know, uh, auto thefts up and carjacking and everything else. And uh, they're using uh, Grand Theft Auto video game for a training video for the, for the uh, gangbangers out there stealing cars. Uh, so, so they're going to start banning the video. I mean, what, 30, 40 years after it come out, they probably should have thought about that before they put it on the market. I mean, what would you expect? You know, you get, you know, parents want to, especially the ones that drink a lot, go out all the time and leave the kids at home with the babysitter and don't pay much attention to them, you know. Uh, here's the game. Go, get out of my face. And they're in there constantly learning this stuff. And I mean, it, I was at a buddy's house who had the game. I don't play it. I don't play video games. Uh, I was at a buddy's house, and shit, you can buy drugs and hookers and everything else on that Grand Theft Auto. Uh, here's Brother Savage right here. See what how's it going, Savage? Yeah, well, good to have it. Yeah, I was just saying that uh, I was looking at some alternative news tonight. Salty Cracker had uh, put up uh, a news feed about Chicago. Chicago. Did you see that? The car yeah. and everything are up. The car are up. The car chain 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 are up. The car must just be like, I'm having problems with my computer, too. It could be me. Yeah, um, me too. It's because of the stupid updates that um, uh, Microsoft have done. They fucked it up with the sound and the video fucking footage stuff because right. they wanted to be able to let all the governments <laughs> around the world hack into everybody's computer. So they go yeah. and fuck this all up so that they can listen to everything we say and do. Yeah, turn it on and off when they want. I mean, it's going to come down to where you got to unplug it when you're done with it. Unplug your microphone, camera, cover it up at all times. Uh, there's there's a lot to it. I mean, it's... Uh, this, this it's all got to do with this new terrorism law, isn't it? Basically... Um, and the 5G rollout and all the satellites they're putting up everywhere, there ain't going to be anywhere on this planet you can go without being found. Oh, yeah. Well, look at the guy that did the Tennessee bombing with that uh, camper. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what they did is they just tracked him backward with the eye in the sky. They, they found one location where he was at at a certain time 
and they just followed all the stoplight cameras backtracking all the way back out of town and uh, then from there on out they used the uh, satellite camera and they basically put it on rewind and went right back to his house with it where he came from yeah i wonder what that guy was thinking you know was he at the end of his life or the end of his tether i mean he he really didn't want to hurt anybody eh, except himself yeah it sounds like he was mad at the phone companies but it sounded like to me uh like they were spying on him he didn't like that 5g getting ready from there this way i took it Yeah, well, there's got to be more to it than that. I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, are people that mentally ill in the United States that they um, all of a sudden just fucking crack and go over the line? You know, it's just fucking crazy. They're pushing them into it, Savage. I mean, look, I mean, when you go look back in the beginning of time when, when America was founded and they pushed all these uh, freedoms that we got, and, and our people slowly got used to it, but now they're taking them away, and they're and they're down in the white kids, the white males, you know, teenagers and younger. You know, they're pushing them back and letting them and giving the niggers all the publicity, and uh, it's taking a toll on the minds of our children. And as they grow up, I mean, it's it's uh, we're feeling the wrath of it now. either come racist or you get crazy or you or you or you turn into a a white nigger you know if you can't oh, beat them yeah. join them <laughs> or you're yeah, fucking no, crazy that's dumb these fucking white niggers they need fucking mental health fucking um fixing man because that is a mental illness to think that it's okay yeah. to fucking throw away your culture and become a fucking white black man you're a dumb cunt. You need to put in, be put in a fucking mental asylum. Well, you know, if you'll turn on your own kind, you'll turn on anybody. So it should be a, considered a, a mental problem if you turn on your own race. That's right. Yeah. Um, that's the only way I see it. I mean, when you go turning on your own kind, I mean, who can, you know, like... Uh, when I was growing up, uh, you know, there's always that nigger that comes to town that don't like any other nigger. And the few white people that hang out with him will say he's cool because he don't like niggers. Well, that's the worst kind of nigger of all, because if he turns on his own people, he'll turn on you even quicker. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and it go, that's the nature of the beast. That goes for every race, you know. Uh, I reckon they need a fucking st- uh, a state or two states in America that as uh, a segregation state, just fucking no niggers, no Chinese, no fucking nationalities outside the white race, and and have a couple of states dedicated to the fucking white race, and then put a big fucking fence around the country, say fuck off. <laughs> yes, I mean I, you know what they need to do is eliminate this. Uh, affirmative action and, and put everybody on a fair playing field i mean for christ's sakes this is 2021 uh, 1964 they had their way what 50 something years later i mean i i think that uh the playing field's kind of equal now 
No, it's not. It's one-sided, mate. It's nigger-sided. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you know what the problem is, is that white men in the factories and in the schools were so were smart and were such good workers that we put them to shame, you know, and and, uh, and so the next thing you know, we're getting promotions because we're there every day. We work hard while we're there, and you, we get the job done. Where these niggers, they come in, they act like it's, you know, get paid for fuck-off time. And, uh, yeah. well, you're there to do a job and have a little bit of pride in what you're doing. I mean, it, you may not like the factory work or whatever type of work you're doing, but at least clean your area and make everything look nice. I mean, that's what makes your money. Yeah. You know, I mean... Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and these niggers, they just come in and they treat, you know, the job site, any place like the fucking ghetto. Mark it up, trash it up, just leave it like that, and, you know, show up when you feel like it. I mean, it's, it's uh, and, you know, they're saying now in America, if you're that kind of guy that shows up to work every day and gets the job done, you're racist. You're supposed to show up and fuck Yeah, well, fuck day. you motherfuckers. I, I, I say fuck them all because I decided, no, nah, I'm not going to put up with that shit no more. So I fucking run my own fucking company and I'm the motherfucking boss and nobody fucking tells me what to do. <laughs> yeah, and that's the only way I can see it is uh, white men are going to have to get together, you know, the ones that are being pushed out and out start up, get together, and start some of their own companies and, and work each other. Not everybody can be the boss, so obviously oh, some guys come in and uh, be workers also, but you get three or four buddies together, nobody's really the boss. Everybody's working together. Yeah. Start a small company. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's racist, and it's illegal, and it's not right to be able to... Um, you know, uh, tell people that they can't work for me because they're the wrong colour. But I'm going to fucking do it anyway because there is a law yeah. that states that, you know, diversity needs to be required within an, a, any workplace. Well, I'll fucking give you diversity, mate. I'll hire that fucking nigger over there. I'll give him a job. There goes your diversity. So you can fuck off. And as soon as you're gone, I'll fire him yeah. next week. <laughs> but the way I see it, he's not, I'm not getting a job because of the color of his skin. I'm not giving him the job because I'm saving that job for one of my own. Uh, I have a little pride in my race. Uh, you know, I, I could teach a, a teenager to do that job or a 20-year-old, 25-year-old, yeah. rather than have some lazy nigger on your job site. Look at what the Chinese do, man. They fucking move into your town. They keep to themselves. They have their own little fucking network. They do secret squirrels fucking deals behind the fucking scenes. They buy up the local four square. They hire local white people to work in it that were already working there. And they wait for fucking a few months. And then they get rid of everybody and replace them with their own kind. That's what the Chinese yeah, do. Well, and the Chinese are so tight-lipped, you know, right now the niggers in the major cities are killing off the Chinamen. They won't tell on the niggers because they don't want to be considered racist. And uh, and so uh, right now, 
there's a big fucking jump in Chinese getting murdered by niggers, and they're claiming that it's white supremacy doing it. Bullshit. Yeah, I watched the news piece about it just two nights ago. Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if fucking... it's a white supremacist killing, then okay, some white supremacist killed somebody, but if it's a nigger killing, okay, the nigger killed somebody, but let's get it straight. Don't start saying it was white boys that killed Chinamen when it was really niggers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, the media is just lying to us, man. And, you know, it, it's making people think we're turning on our own kind is what they're trying to do is, is uh, turn us against each other. It, um, I guess it's easier to take, you know, a government down. Let, we're not quite a government. We're a race. And... Um, exterminate the stronger arms of that race and take the weaker links and you can they'll do whatever they're told uh, starts to be a form of slavery yeah what would you say we're trying to enslave the whites take everything we got so they can feel equal for what Hundred years or so, however long, and fifty years, however long the niggers were uh, made into slaves. But the problem I have with that is that these niggers are, for the BLM movement are coming up here pushing all that slavery shit, getting these uh, ghetto niggers to back them and follow them, and and really they're they're still slaving niggers down in Africa. I mean, if they really want to get reparations, they need to go down there and get those diamond mine owners and get your reparations. They're the motherfuckers that sold the niggers in the first place. Um, and so, uh, but don't come here looking for the guys that was looking for some help that bought basically a cow or a horse to pull a pile. We bought a nigger to pick cotton and grow vegetables. I mean, it's just like teaching your kids. You had to teach a, a nigger how to do it. They didn't do that shit. So there's only one way to fix the whole thing, and that's fucking complete separation of the fucking of 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 yeah. Basically, that's the only one. It's got to be segregation, mate. You go and fucking do your nigger shit in nigger town, and stay out of fucking white town. Yeah, and all this soul food and everything right. these niggers claim they got the blues and all that, but they claim they they discovered it was all because the white man, you know. Well, when they uh, abolished slavery, the niggers had to do something. You know, you go down to your local club, and the white guys are all the musicians. Well, it'd be nice to be the drummer, for the drummer to be out there on the dance floor with his old lady. Well, we give some of these niggers a job rather than a handout. They teach them how to play a few of the instruments, the ones that can learn. And uh, next thing you know, they're, they're claiming they, you know, founded music that they didn't. It was music that we taught them how to play. Same thing with cooking, you know, that old soul food and everything. That was just slave food, mustard greens and stuff like that. You could pile in a big bucket and cook them off and fills their belly without killing them. They didn't eat that shit or play that music in Africa. Oh, they did beat the drum. But not one of them was a jazz musician. 
doesn't matter who you are, you're always going to have something to complain about, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, they got to, you know, they ought to be thankful to the white man for uh, take, taking them in, you know, and actually paying the slave trader money to get them off that boat. Giving them a job and a place to live, a place to start all over, because if the nigger would have stayed in Africa, he'd be down in that dynamite till it, diamond mine until he died. See what I mean? They ought to like they ought to be really thankful because generations generations of those slave kids look where they're at today in all of our countries and the problems we have with them because you got groups like the BLM and Jesse Jackson and these guys come in. We already know the niggers ain't too smart, so you get a nigger that's got a little bit of uh, street smarts to him that knows how to motivate people, and the next thing you know, he's got all these nigger following. Uh, uprising. I mean, just throw in a stick and the niggers will, you know, play beat the nigger with a stick. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, I guess we've only done it to ourselves in all of our countries by taking them in in the first place. Uh, We thought we was doing them a favor and maybe helping them out and helping ourselves at the same time. I mean, it's just like nowadays, I mean, your average citizens is just nothing but a slave to the grind. I mean, if you want to eat, you're going to go to work, and you're going to do what the boss tells you. I don't care. Some people have to pick cotton. Some people have to work on a factory line. Some people do construction. But no matter what it is you're doing, you're doing what you're told. And the, the same thing went back in the 1800s when we took them in is uh, they were doing what they were told. And as businesses came together, white guys were telling white guys what to do. But they worked good together. But these makers got a problem with working good and working, period. Yeah, well, every fucking day this fucking month, um, every day this month, there's been fucking... People killed fucking left, right, and fucking centre, all at the hands of fucking niggers. And um, I can count one dead, four injured, fucking, and go down the line if I add all up. Just in this month alone, there's been fucking. And you got you guys are in lockdown, right? There's still yeah. been like fucking twenty fucking people killed at the hands of niggers, and that's mainly um, uh, in Georgia. In California as well, but you know, like yeah. Missouri, it only fucking happened on the twenty-first of this month. Fucking uh, big shootout, you know. It's fucking just ridiculous, and it's all at the hands yeah. of niggas. And another thing I'm saying, you know, we give them all these handouts, uh, the the top, off the taxpayers' money, um, public aid, state aid, social security, just anything to keep their heads above water. And they're on the corner selling crap and making all this, you know, big chunk of change while they're still collecting government funding. Now, <laughs> I know they should put these niggers to work, the ones that really are, you know, if you're you're collecting it because you're an alcoholic or a drug addict. I mean, you're sleeping on the park bench anyway. Let me get 20 hours of work out of you every week and have you out there fucking. I understand there's people that's not going to be able to do this 
But some of these people can come downtown and and work with the guy that runs the traffic control lights if you're in a wheelchair and pushing buttons. You know, there's different state jobs that you could be in there putting 20 or 30 hours a weekend towards some of this money you're getting for nothing. Cleaning up the ghetto if you're capable. You know, your buddies are painting the fucking nigger shit on the walls. Well, your other buddies that are collecting a state check are down there cleaning it off. Mm. Don't that make kind of sense? I mean, if you're going to get free money at 20 years old and, and live off the state, at least give me 20 hours of work a week cleaning up the fucking ghetto. So you can't say that the white people live so much better than you if you just clean your fucking neighborhood up. It'd be just as nice as mine. Right? Don't that make sense? doesn't matter what you do. There's always going to be wankers who want to fuck it up. Nine times out of ten, right. it's drug pushers and greedy bastards that are causing the problem because they're just selling their fucking poison and fucking fucking people up left, right and centre and they're just going off their heads and nuts. And um, that's probably one of the biggest problems in, in all of the US. Over here in New Zealand, yeah. it's a big problem over here too, right? Um, we're in lockdown. Our border is closed, right? So oh. how the fuck is all that all that drugs, all the, all the chemicals and the drugs getting into our country, how the hell, if we're in lockdown with closed borders, does it still get in? That's, That's a bit funny, isn't it? Drugs too, and they bring it in and they take it to those slums and drop it off with certain people, and it gets passed around. There's guys that go down in that slum and sell it. I mean, the niggers were onto something back in the uh, 90s when they were talking about how the CIA poisoned them with AIDS, and uh, and then also, you know, where do they get their cocaine from? It's probably the CIA here in America. They're saying it was giving it to the niggers so that they could sell it, you know, so CIA could fund some of their their uh, routines and what they do, <laughs> you know when they go out and investigate people don't really need it. <laughs> Ain't the CIA the ones that create the trouble and the FBI the ones that come around and clean up the mess? Something like that. It's stupid, isn't it? <laughs> um, I don't know. They all got their own little uh, agenda. And a lot of times the government agencies use these drugs and shit on some of the crooked shit that they do. We've seen all the movies, those police houses that got walls filled with money and shit. I, I'm, I don't doubt that that don't go on in the city, you know, where uh, a small group of the police are, well, they're talking right now. We was talking about it today that, uh, I mean, in your major cities, some of the police are gangbangers. Gang members yeah. on the street, uh, and the, you know they're blaming this police brutality. But how do you know these white guys, like this white guy that kneeled on George Foreman's neck? How do you know he wasn't just some gangbanger 
and George Foreman was from the opposite gang, and they killed him, and now they're calling these cops supremacists over the whole damn field, when really it's just a fucking gang hit. <laughs> or could have been. It would make more sense to call it a gang hit with a, with a crooked cop, wouldn't you say? Rather than a supremacist thing. If it was a supremacist thing, they probably would have tied him up by his neck and dried him behind the car. Or uh, took him out in the woods and hung him from a tree. I mean, I mean, there's there's take certain type of criteria to, to be a supremacist, and uh, I thought like to be a Klansman, you you, you know, were ha- ha- hanging niggers, you know, and shooting them and burning down churches, but not not uh, kneeling on a nigger's neck and watching him suffer. Hanging from the tree and get it over with quick. You still there, Savage? Yeah. No. Oh, I thought I might have lost. But uh, I don't know. I mean, at least us white guys, we ain't torturous type of people. We could be, I guess. But uh, usually, uh, what I read about in the day with uh. Klansmen and shit. It seemed like they did crimes, you know. And if it was them that killed, hung them. I just wonder how many niggers didn't go out and hang niggers they didn't like, so they could blame it on the Klan. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of fucking sick people out there. These serial killers, these bloody murderers, these you name it. They're all over the show. And um. It could even be them fucking serial killers that are fucking blaming that shit on fucking white men. Yeah. I mean, when I first moved to Missouri, I, I seen news feeds and on the TV that were, they were hanging niggers from some overpasses in, in this state. I was like, God damn, you're crazy down here, you know? And, uh, and I never heard nothing more about it. There was only a couple of them that happened. But I just wonder if the nigger wasn't suicidal, you know, like that Jesse Smollett in Chicago wanted to create a, try to create a race war and, you know, put something on his own self and, and hang himself, jump off the, I mean, people are suicidal, niggers are do it just the same as whites. Yeah, no, they're doing it on purpose to blame it on whites. I mean, look at that yeah. outfit with those, the, um, uh, Football fucking players and and those fucking uh, and a number of bloody um, basketball players, the fucking nigger players, right? And then they decided to fucking, you know, make it look like Whitey broke into his house and fucking tried fucking um, torture him and you know tie him up and kill him, you know. But it, and, and then they find out it was his other fucking teammates that did it to make it look like it was Whitey. Right. Right. I mean, and, and they're just trying to start a school for no fucking reason. You know, and the white men, when we did it back in the day, we'd come right out and do it, right on a front line, point our figure out, call them nigger, and come right out swinging. Uh, these niggers want to do it in a way to try to make it like, uh, like provocateurs, to provoke us into coming after them. So it looks like... Uh, 
we are attacking them as racist when really they make the trouble. They run their mouth in the corner, and then when everybody's looking, we're coming after them. That's what they're hoping for. But, you know, this day and age, it's changed. And uh, we really can't go after niggers like that. you got to sit back at home and wait for them to come beating your door down to come after you. Uh, yeah. it, that's the beauty in building places where white people can gather. At least they know where we can find us, and a group of white guys can step out and meet a group of niggers. You know what I mean? They may be robbing our houses while we're downtown at the spot, but uh, they ain't going to rob us there. Yeah. I mean, if there come a time where everybody had to bug out and bug in, if you had a big place for, like we were, like we're trying to do here at the Black and Silver Solution, build places where white people can gather. We can sit around and talk freely, tell a nigger joke or two. Ha ha ha! I mean, you know, I was in prison. I had to deal with niggers. I mean, there's niggers that tell nigger jokes too. But they they appreciate some of them even appreciate a good nigger joke. Uh, but if you're going to look over both shoulders and act like you're scared, well, then you are a racist. Because you're scared. Hey, to say what, do you call, what, what do you call a nigger up a powerful? A nigger what? What do you call a nigger up a powerful? I don't know. Black power. <laughs> yeah, right. What do you call a nigger in a river? I don't know. What? Black current. That's what you call Black a nigger in a river. Black current. <laughs> That's pretty good. One the too. current's flowing down fucking stream, mate. So it's, it's a black current. He's fl- flowing downstream. Black current. Um, yeah. <clears throat> what do you call? Uh, what are you talking? I don't know what. A Mississippi wind chime. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what do you call a nigger in a fucking um, Mercedes? I don't know. Yep. What do you call a (laughs) nigger in a fucking... What do you call a nigger in a limousine? I don't know. Bloody good thief. Bloody good thief. What do you you call a, a, a white man running down the road with a shotgun? I don't know. The owner. The owner, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get that uh, oh, <laughs> it's my limousine, Nick. <laughs> That's my car. Uh. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, these fucking niggers, I don't know what they're thinking these days, but they act like the white boys are supposed to be scared of them. And, you know, somehow, most of the white kids in this day and time has got the same idea that these niggers are scary. But I remember back in my day going to school, a nigger was just a nigger. You whip his ass just like you did a white kid. 
That's because everybody's too fucking scaredy cat, and that's what they've been turned into. Scared to be called a racist. I mean, you call me a racist, that's okay. Just scared full stop. I mean, the nigger is basically now known to be the hand of death. Yeah. You fuck with the nigger, he's going to kill you. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, only because he's got government backing. Yeah, well, see, that's wrong. And that's putting fear into people that don't need fear put into them. Right, right. And, you know, they're doing it with our school children, too. I mean, the niggers can be the bullies in school, but you catch the white kid fighting back and they put him in the office and he's in trouble. And then the nigger's still out on the schoolyard bullying other kids. But as soon as they stand up for themselves, as long as they're not any color but white, uh, they can stick up for themselves. But if they're white, they got to go sit in the office and, you know, face suspension and everything else. Yeah, no, nowadays you're not allowed to think too much or they'll take you away and lock you up. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, they'll come and arrest the parents for teaching their children that stuff to stand up for themselves. I mean, now they've turned it. If your kids don't go to school here in America, uh, you know, all the parents can do is take them down to the bus stop and put them on the bus. Take them to the school and drop them off. I, I mean, uh, if the kid gets to the school and leaves, it's not the parent's fault. If the kid keeps doing it repeatedly, it's not the parent's fault. They start finding the parents and taking the parents to court now. Really? Yeah. Well, <laughs> if your kids get a lot of school, you could wind up in jail, paying large fines yeah, no, that's on probation. You know, if the kid's fucking scared to go to school because he's getting fucking intimidated and beaten up by niggas every day, why the fuck would you keep sending your kid there? Right. Well, because you can't afford a private school. Homeschool. Uh, some states don't allow that. Oh, is that right? Well, that's fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah that's some well, of sanctuary states, you know, because that's... You're forcing, then you don't, have, the white kids got the option of staying home and being homeschooled, and that still puts I all reckon the I should come to America. I reckon I should come uh, to America, and I, I reckon that I'll, I'm, I'm going to come to America, and I'm going to establish white-only schools. Well, and not only that, they're trying to rub our history out, say it didn't happen, and rewrite it the way they want it to sound. Um I think these uh, mothers from some of these churches that don't work need to get together, I mean, and learn how to uh, teach the kids. I mean, it's not too hard when you got the homeschool books. They give you all the answers, tell you what to tell them and how to teach it to them. So uh, if you could get a, a church that's big enough that's got two or three different big rooms in it, you could put you know, 25 or 30 kids in three different grades in one church. Then the mothers could come yeah. down and teach the children the right stuff, not what they're trying to really make our kids stupid. Yeah, that's not right, eh? 
They need a better education system. It doesn't matter what country, and you've got to have a better, better education system. But that's not what the governments want. They want you to be dumb as fuck so that you will do the fucking shittiest jobs, get paid the shittiest wages, and fucking pay the largest amount of tax than any other fucking population on the planet because it's all about the government's greed. They're not thinking yeah. about your education. They just want you fucking to do as you're fucking told. Well, that's fucking wrong. Get fucked. Need schools to teach people to think for themselves and do their own thing. That's how it was when I grew up. That's how they taught you. Try to be inventive, invent something. Uh, learn something so that you, you know, make money easy. It's all here in the books on how to do it. You just learn this stuff and, you know, they tell you you could do anything. But when they start trying to push you out of school and making life difficult for you so you will quit, uh, that dream shot in the ass. And only allowing another race of people to, to be in. That's the same dis discrimination that the niggers were feeling uh, back in the 1800s. They're just turning it around on us. I mean, Nazi Germany didn't really kick off, get crazy until bread hit $5 a loaf. And, you know, and everybody was starving. That's when the man got out of the easy chair and, and put up his fight. Our bread hasn't hit $5 a loaf yet. And, the, and the, our white men are all still sitting in the easy chair just like Germany. Yeah, well, it's crazy over here. I mean, it's fucking already hit $5 a loaf of bread over here. Yeah, see? And people are starving because they can't afford that $5 loaf. Uh, yeah, well, there's not much that you can do about that. you just got to fucking deal with it. Yeah. you got to learn how to Be live. smarter about things and start fucking digging over that fucking back lawn and turning that back lawn into a fucking garden and grow your own fucking vegetables and food. That's what people have got to go back to, and they've got to get smart to it. Because somewhere along the line, when you and I were kids, that was the thing that our parents taught us. Make sure whatever property you go into, dig a fucking good garden in, get it ready, put your veggies in, have it all going and growing, and um, make sure you do it every fucking year. And it doesn't matter where you live, whatever house you go to, make sure you got a fucking garden. You know, and they don't they don't like you to teach your kids that anymore, and they don't teach that stuff in school. I remember in school they were teaching us how to plant seeds and grow grow stuff for the gardens. You know, when you're in first grade and second grade, that shit's pretty amazing. And they start teaching you that back then when I was a kid. But nowadays they don't teach that type where everybody grows a, a bean plant. You know what I've done to, in, in my house where I am, the front of my property is open to the street, you know, and people walk down the street. It's actually a cycle lane and a walkway. So I decided, you know, what am I going to put in the fucking garden out the front, you know, just for the sake of putting something there. And I thought, fuck, there's shitloads of kids walking home from school every bloody day. And I decided, well, what are kids like? Do they like strawberries? Fuck, I'll just fucking plant the whole fucking front garden into strawberries and uh, put a little sign out fucking so, so the kids can read it and say help yourself well yeah 
And I don't see the problem with, like, um, our government. We got city parks and stuff like that. And they got shade trees and everything else in those city parks. Why don't they have fruit trees in the city parks, apple trees? And, uh, Absolutely. Oranges, yeah. Beaters, you know? Yeah. There used to <laughs> be... Mark, there used to be um, what you'd call a um, uh, community garden set up, and and like place all places all around the world still have them, but you don't see them as often anymore. You don't see the community gardens in the poor areas because nobody's like fucking willing to put the effort to do the work to fucking grow the stuff for that garden, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying, Savage. Um, yeah, so now what? Yeah, and now what people are doing is they're doing their own properties up in the front of them and uh, growing all their vegetables and shit. And what they don't use, they stick out front for free, so that people can just fucking grab it and take it home on their way home from work. And that's what I'm yeah. going to start doing. I'm going to start putting fucking vegetable fucking stalled out um, and I'm going to have a security camera on it. Uh, so take, you know, what you need. Don't overtake, just take what you need. Yeah, don't vegetables show up with a player to get the wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we caught one guy that did that. He came down and he, he took the whole fucking lot and then we caught up with him a couple of days later uh, about a, two blocks away trying to sell it. <laughs> oh, hell. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Selling produce, stealing it from you and selling it on the corner. I mean, uh, yeah, that's no good. But if you could get more people involved in the neighborhood to do that, there'd be less kids that were hungry. Oh, less fuck people you. dependent on the yeah. government. Yeah, the, like the people down the road, I don't give a shit who they are. I don't care if they're black, white, white, brown, or fucking purple, at the end of the fucking day, if they're fucking struggling because they're on a real low income and they fucking haven't got food on the fucking table, I'd let them take the food out front in the free stall, you know, because I don't care. Anybody can take it. It's for free, and it's for that community, you know? Yeah, my grandpa used to work for a place called Tri-County, and, um, you know, it, it's kind of like a state bag thing. Poor kids go down there and they do different things all summer. Well, one of the programs he started was uh, he got these poor kids out of the neighborhood and he got a couple farmers to donate some property so that these kids, he could teach them how to grow a garden. And at the end of the season, the kids got to bring their parents out there with them and they got to take everything they wanted or could take out of the garden. And what was ever left over, the farmer that donated the land got to keep. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he had them growing potatoes. There was more potatoes, and I remember going out there and just helping the farmer dig them up. <laughs> yeah, nobody, you know, there was nobody out there, just a few people, and just digging it up and getting the stuff out of there for next year, for the kids next year. I don't know if that Tri-County is even still alive and kicking or if they do the programs with the children anymore. I know that another thing they did is if uh, your house wasn't winter-proofed and you was renting the house, 
as long as your landlord would sign a paper saying that he wouldn't raise your rent for a year, they'd come in and insulate it, put new windows and doors on it for free. I mean, there's there's a lot of good government uh, companies out there, whatever you'd call it. Uh, yeah, uh, Tri-counties, I don't yeah. think was government. I think that was just some uh, state funding and and some people got together and started doing it. I remember uh, they said a lot of these kids that didn't have money, they got to go to camp and stuff, YMCA camp, and stay out there for a good two weeks. Uh, they, grandpa would load them up on buses, go down and they'd meet the bus at the high school and have three or four buses lined up and take them to baseball games and stuff. Mm. In the summertime to keep them out of trouble. Uh, get them away from the neighborhood, you know. Uh, it, it really helped them out a lot. Drew their attention away from them. When you're in that shit all day long, every day, you know, you kind of focus on what's going on. You get away from it for a day or two. You, you kind of lose track of what's going on in the neighborhood. When you get home, you got stories to tell what you did, not down there hanging with the gangbanger trying to hide your story. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Went to a White Sox ball game, or you went to a Cubs game, or you went camping for the weekend, and and it wasn't like the, the Boy Scouts. It was they actually went to a, like a YMCA camp for uh, four or five days. None of the people from the Tri Counties was there for camping and stuff like that. They'd have uh, they'd uh, grab a few of the parents from the neighborhood for chaperones for for every so many amount of kids. It was really pretty good thing they had going. I think they still do it up there in that area, but uh, I don't know about other towns and counties if they do the same thing. This is in a tri-county area. Three counties in a row together to do that. I think they go around and get funding from a lot of the businesses and stuff in town to help out poor people. Uh, and they did it. They shouldn't, they, they, there shouldn't be any reason for fucking people to starve, eh? And it's not fucking right that the governments aren't doing enough. No, 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 because it's too easy to grow food and put, uh, like in downtown areas, to put uh, fruit trees and stuff like that, where just like you said, you've got cameras on it. I mean, you can see what's going on. The police make their regular drive-bys. There's people down there taking advantage of it. Well, how are you going to sell fruit on the corner if it's all abundant at the park? Yeah, I... Right. See, that would that would eventually stop. It might happen, and you'd, you'd arrest the few people that tried to take advantage of it, and the good people would just fall into place, and it would just start... You know, then the, the, the people that took advantage of it, there would be no room for them because you, who's going to buy something I could just pick off a tree for free in the bar? Yeah, but then there'd be some you know, fucking idiot who'll come along and do something stupid like put fucking needles in it. 
apples and the oranges. Yeah. Shoot drugs in them with your hypodermic needle. You know, make the kids crazy. <laughs> They're fucking kids. Yeah, no, some fucking sick motherfucker would go down to the fucking park. He'd uh, pick a tree that fucking knows where there's some nice young kids fucking hanging around, and then he'd inject that fucking fruit with knockout juice, and then, uh, you know, kidnap those kids, <laughs> you know? Alphalusters, I can see that being an easy way for them to drag somebody's kid off. Yeah. Yeah, because I'd say yeah. that America's still got a lot of fucking sex trafficking rings going on. Yeah. Yeah, what I noticed is uh, the four years that Donald Trump was in, we didn't have no mass shootings. We didn't have no school shootings. You notice that for the past four years? Joe Biden's been in yeah, office, no. and I've been... While he was in office, the only thing that did happen was that the niggas got upset and started shooting cops. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of look to see that start happening again, uh, only because, you know, Biden was Obama's vice president. And I got a feeling he's going to, uh, from what I see with all these executive orders, he's just going to try to run the country the way Obama did. But. I'm, I'm hearing that, you know, Biden's really kind of senile. And he was handpicked for that <laughs> spot because they wanted oh, Kamala want Harris president. Yeah, no, he's not going to last long. He'll, he'll cock it sooner or later. They knew this going into it, and that's what he was picked for it because they knew he wouldn't make it. I mean, he's reading cue yeah, cards yeah. now, and he. Yeah. Who, who's the vice president? Kamala Harris. Yeah, so when he dies, she'll fucking become the president of the United States then. Or when his wife is <laughs> you've seen it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So Yeah, so you can imagine what the America's gonna be like when that woman's running the country. Uh. Well Nancy Pelosi's trying to get him to sign over the uh nuclear codes to her. So she's in charge of the oh. nuclear weapons. Yeah, because he's senile. Yeah, what? You reckon he's going to push the button? <laughs> they think he'll forget the codes if he needs them. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I can't remember what button to push. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. We'll just push them all. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so they want Congress to have control of the nuclear button. That's not right. In the military, no, that's how socialism works. Now nah, that's too easily infiltrated by fucking terrorists. I mean, look at yeah. the Congress so far. You know that the number of those fucking people that are in Congress are actual terrorists. Yeah, and now they're owning up the cheat and everything on that fucking presidential election. Like, it's only been a couple months in, so they can say, okay, we're, we're in now, so fuck you. Yeah, we cheated. Well, 
What are you going to do about it? <laughs> I'm the president now. Oh, there's only one thing you can do about it. At the end of the fucking day is put up with it and leave them to it. And just don't conform to this shit. Beat your ass and take him out of it for falsely winning the presidential seat. Or cheating. Nobody's got the balls to stand up to that, though. No, they're not going to do it. They want that Carla Harrison there for some reason. They're, they're on some shifty shit with her. Trump's going to make a comeback in 2024. I don't, the only thing I don't think they planned on was all this shit coming out as soon as it did, like it has. And, you know, 2022, next year, we vote for new representatives and uh, councilmen and, and senators. And so uh, these guys could be voted out of their seats and they're, you know, and Trump's really made them show their teeth. The biggest rats in the pot. He's exposed quite a bit of that. And, and the public's tired of it. I mean, even the niggers are tired of it. The, the actual American niggers that work and believe in America. Uh, not the BLM movement. You know, there are niggers that don't like that BLM movement. And uh, they're, they're saying that that's anti-American, which is totally amazing. Hey, um, are you guys allowed to have um, closed communities um, in your state? What do you mean? See, uh, what do they call it? They call it a gated community. Are you allowed that stuff in your state? Oh, yeah, we got gated communities. Like a whole neighborhood. And um, some of those gated communities, they have their own um, police force, don't they? Yeah, security. Okay. Not really police stuff. Uh like security officers that just run security. A lot of them don't get to carry guns or nothing like that. They got radios to contact each other, and uh, they they call the police when they have trouble. Okay, so they can have a taser, though, can't they? Yeah. Taser and Mason. Yeah, that's the way. Hey. Trying to help save their ass, but... What's a taser and a can of mace going to do when you run into a couple gang-banging niggers with a pair of pistols each? You'd be asking them, how the fuck did you get inside the fucking walls of the skated community, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, my friend lives up the road. Oh, yeah, well, let's go have a word to your friend. And then you find your friend, the, the so-called friend, murdered on the floor. <laughs> we'll call him right now. I got his number in my car. They call his house and he says, No, I don't know that nigger. Yeah, well, you know it wouldn't I mean? be too hard to set up a fucking decent gated community so that you could have 
a little bit of sanity and, and safety, you know? Wouldn't well, be hard to do. Uh, they're trying to tear down all the walls because that's not unity. And they're trying to tear down the wall between Mexico and America because of unity. Uh, but these politicians can have walls and giant fences around their homes. Yeah, no, that's wrong. Yeah. So all these, what you're calling gated communities now, are, are slowly going to become uh, racist terrorist cells. I shouldn't even say it like that on the radio because the next thing you know, I'm going to hear it on the news. Huh. You heard it first of the ANSSP power hour, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deep undercover at down at the local <laughs> gated community. This was a future fucking uh, terrorist cell. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just a bunch of white people trying to fucking live in safety. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, not getting their shit stolen all the time. Or you get your kids pushed around, raped and robbed and fucking everything, taken advantage of in any way possible. Bullied. And then the cops won't do shit because it's it's black on white crime. But, you know, as soon as the kids get together and fight back with the niggers, that cop, same cops down there not knocking on white daddy's door, taking his boy to jail. And then call it a hate crime on top of it, so he has to do double. You know, that nigger can call you honky, cracker, anything he wants to start a fight with you and get you fighting. And that's not racist, and that's not a hate crime. But when you get tired of that motherfucker running his mouth and you say, look here, nigger, put him up or shut him up, right there's the hate crime. And then after you hit him, you're doing twice, you're doing double the time because you called him a nigger before you hit him. Ain't that fucked up? No. That's just, you know, some of the ways they're, they're, they're uh, taking our kids down. Then you got the, they don't report like on the college campuses, they, when Obama was in office, they, they made them quit reporting black on white crime because there was too much of it. They wanted white on black crime so they could say they're supremacists living in them colleges. And they, well, it's all, what it was, they're leading up to is what they're doing now, having deep programming camps to deep program supremacists. Now, what happens to the people that they deep? can't be deprogrammed what they stay on the camp and call it a mental institution for white people we just get locked up in prison camps and concentration camps until we die because they, we've been deemed uh, uh, we, we can't be changed our wills can't be broke well, I've got a good idea for you. 
Yeah, tell all them fucking gated community people if they don't want to have to fucking uh, worry about the future, get them to put a sign out at the gate saying this is an actual FEMA camp. Stay out. <laughs> the state next to us, Arkansas, just put in a bill for the standard water law. I can see a lot of these um, conservative states possibly going that way. We're one foot on my property, and I can shoot you dead if you're acting up or acting like a threat. I don't have to wait for you to come through the door of my house. I don't have to hide from you and let you rob me. If you come on my property with ill intent and I'm a legal gun owner, I can shoot you dead, and there's no questions asked. Yeah, that's a bit dumb, don't you think, though? I mean, what no. if it's the local fucking the the local fucking priest coming to knock on your door and get donations? You would know the local priest, though. He would show up in a collar. He would identify yeah. himself as a local priest. I mean, if a guy comes down your driveway in the middle of the night or in the middle of the morning when you're sleeping, that surely ain't the local priest. Hmm. You know what I mean? That priest is like a bird. He's going to be knocking on your door in the daylight hours. You must, you must, you know, he's coming after hours. You know, he, that preacher ain't going to show up at your house after seven o'clock at night to try to draw you into his uh, flock. He's going to be at your house before five. See what I mean? I reckon the best thing is just to put a fucking massive big fucking fence around your property, lock the fucking gate at night, and fucking put barbed wire right around the top of the fucking fence on the inside. So when they go to put their hands up to climb over your fence, they get cut. You know, they do that in the major city around the car lots. Yeah. They got uh, actual uh, small uh car dealer looks like a small jailhouse or prison when you pass by them because oh, yeah. they got razor wire around the top and everything. Oh, fuck. That's a good idea. Fucking must be big business the old razor wire lately then. Uh, you know, you get closer to the south side of Chicago, it's like that on every car lot. Yeah. Every building has be... bars on the window doors. Yeah. Every so it's going to start like every house as well, you know. Every house will fucking be barred up to the max with razor wire right around the fucking fence line. Yeah. This is my private property. the fuck out. Now they're trying to say if uh, niggers come robbing your house or somebody comes robbing your house, and you call the police for police help, you're racist. And if you shoot them, you're racist. Oh, what the fuck? You go to jail for a hate crime. Hey, get fucked. That fucking nigga was trying to steal my fucking shit and threaten my family. So I fucking put fucking daylight through him. Almost Chinese. <laughs> One Chinese family called the police because these niggers broke in and was trying to rob them and kill them. They came down there and the niggers ran off like they were going to jail. And uh, they cuffed up the fucking Chinaman and took him to jail for reporting it. Oh, what? 
This fucking bullshit. That's a racist. That's a racist act. That's fucked up, man. That's nuts. I've got a feeling that America's just turned into a nut house. Yes. I mean, and, and the China's trying to take us over. And they're selling us out to China. We done sold our oil. We, you know, that's where we buy our oil now. Shut the pipeline down and yep. we'll buy it off China. Yeah, no, you can't get it from us no more. We've shut our fucking oil down. China owns it too, right? Uh, no. Nah. No, nah, we've shut it all down. Nobody's taking oil from us no more. Oh, because you don't have oil wells. No, we, we've oh. shut them all down. We've ended it. There's going to be no more fucking oil taken from um, our international waters or anything. No one can come here and take fucking oil anymore. Why is that? Because we shut it down. Why did you shut it down, though? Well, the main reason is because fucking uh, the whole uh, taking fossil fuels from the earth, the blood of the earth, is just fucking wrecking it. And um, fracking is causing too many earthquakes. And uh, it's time to stop, t- um, you know, using fossil fuels, and it's time to start using uh, renewable energy. And our government is um, pushing fucking electric cars on everybody now. And the whole uh, country is going renewable resources, windmills, um, solar panels, uh, electric cars, electric motorcycles, electric everything. And we're going away from fossil fuels. And they're going to end um, power generation using coal. To build those lithium batteries for our cars and equipment like that, it's uh, twice yeah. as bad for the environment as the fossil fuels. Yeah, but that's the way they're going. I know, but it ain't, it ain't saving the environment. My thing, you might as well, well use the fossil fuels. Yeah, but uh, when it comes to making those uh, lithium batteries and stuff, it's not as bad as fucking burning shitloads of coal and fucking up the um, atmosphere, you know? Uh, or and they're also targeting. They're also going to um, target farmers and reduce the amount of fucking cows they have on their farms because of the methane gas created by cows. They're attacking the farmers as well. Yeah, ain't that kind of funny? Yep. Well, the farmers are responsible for fucking up our waterways. And clean, drinkable water is just a thing of the past now. You have to fucking filtrate the shit out of things nowadays. Well, I guess if you're making a shit pond out of your creek. But, I mean, cows have always shit on the ground, and it's always washed into the fucking, since the beginning of time, yeah. washed into the waterway. Yeah. Yeah, but the problem is that we've increased our consumption so much and our need for consumption that the amount of farms... Uh, 80 or 100 years ago is more than fucking 10 times that now. Yeah. Yeah, what's so, that? Yeah. <laughs> We're just <laughs> fucking up the... Yeah. 
doesn't matter what you say. We're the fucking biggest parasite on this fucking planet. We're the ones fucking it up. Yeah. Well, it was was designed for us. Just not this industry like they're using it. Mm. I'm going to take off, man. I reckon we should call the show because fucking uh, over here at the moment, it's Americana week. And uh, we're heading off downtown um, to have a look at all the restored American um, muscle cars that are in town. There's about two or three hundred cars in town to have a look at. Oh, that sounds cool as hell. All right, man, I'm going to let yeah. you go. We'll close the show off for tonight. I've been trying to keep it a little shorter. Uh, we'll see everybody next week, and I'll say, hell, victory. It's been the SSMC Power Hour. Hell, victory. Hell, victory.